This week we are covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 149 through 152, February 27th through March 19th, 1996. I'm Mike Prue along with JV. And JV, we got a special guest. Yeah, we do. JV, do the honors. Who's here? Uh, I gotta do it, Rick Baby. Thanks, Rick, for being here. I mean, if your listeners have been listening, then you know Rick was gonna be on here because last time. With Cyber Slam '96, we we put it out there. It's like, oh, Rick's yeah. gonna get on the next episode. So, if you're in tune, you know he's gonna be here. But here it is, and man, what a trip it was to get to this. All right, <laughs> we <laughs> we said, all right, we're gonna start recording at nine o'clock. It's fucking ten o'clock, <laughs> which is no different from me and JV because that's all I got catch up time to talking bullshit. But you know, Rick, uh, you know, kind of struggled. <laughs> so, <laughs> As we, as we, you and I did. Yes, we did. Like uh, weeks in a row trying to use Zencaster, which is the, the the website we used to record. Yeah, and and uh, for those listening, Zencaster is a good thing. It's good, but yeah, it's tricky in the beginning. Yeah, it like uh, doesn't sync up to like your input output settings of your computer. Right. Like it's, it's like you have to kind of like manually pick it, and then sometimes it's not. I don't know. I know exactly what you went through, Rick. It sucks. It's frustrating. <laughs> You're like, this program sucks. Why aren't they using, like, Skype or Zoom or something? <laughs> like normal people. Yeah, but we yeah, tried we Skype and Zoom, and it sucked. Yeah, like, we had some... Uh, our early episodes of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the audio was all wonky, and we had, like, spaceship noises when we were trying to talk. I'd be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so we were like, fuck that. We got to find something else. And we found Zencaster, and once we started using it, the audio was fucking spot on really good now it's just i don't know it takes some use to getting used to and not everybody uses it or knows about it except for us here <laughs> that'd be something interesting how many actual podcasts use Zencaster? we might be the only ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so anyway thanks rick for joining us yeah i'm excited to have you on because I'm sure you're going to fucking be jumping in, providing us with some good information and content as we go through. And uh, you know how we do it. You listen to our episodes. Uh, we just kind of bullshit and talk with each other. That's what we expect with you. But I kind of know you might be a Johnny on a spot kind of guy <laughs> with some info. So I'm looking forward to that. So before we get into this. 
let's give us some plugs here. Let's uh, shout out about Twitter. All right, so if you're gonna follow us along on Twitter, check us out at, at @extremecast at @extremecast. Follow me, Mike Pru at npru83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. And follow Rick Beebe at Leo Wyatt eighty five. L E O W Y A T T eight five Leo Wyatt eighty five. That's Rick Beebe. And check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast as we were just talking about the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We've covered the entire career of Stone Cold Steve Austin up to this point. And you can follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. We are continuing with our Bottom Line Cast podcast episodes. And we are now doing Stunning Steve episodes mostly, sprinkled in with some special episodes here and there. Next week is going to be 316 Day, so we got a special coming up where we're going to go back to October 1996, and we're going to review the episode of Livewire where Stone Cold barges in, takes over the show for a little while, and that's something that we didn't mention back on episode 4. Of the bottom line wrestling cast, so it's it's good to bring that back now and and cover that episode in its entirety, and that'll be fun. And we're gonna have a uh, special guest on that episode as well, because part of that episode focuses on the upcoming buried alive match between the Undertaker and Mankind. So I think you might know who our special guest might be on that episode. I feel like I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Anyway, those are all plugs. All right, let's get into it. Last time. Last time we covered CyberSlam 96. That was a fun Supercard special. Rick BB did a great job recapping the first portion of that show. Yep. And and that was fun. There were some great matches. And, you know, Rick's going to kind of get in. When we get to the Quality Control Center, he's going to. Recap a little bit more of what happened at CyberSlam 96. But one big uh, faux pas, I, I think that's the phrase, <laughs> or fuck up <laughs> is a better way to just say it, is um, at the end of the episode, we <laughs> we usually play music on the Extreme ECW livecast, as always. You know, and we got into the conversation of, oh, this would have been a great wrestling entrance music. No, fucking Rush, Tom Sawyer. Man, we got some heat. Really? Unless we get the normal heat from Rick. It's fine. Yeah. Now, the team knows. It's like, yeah, dude, it's fucking uh, Kerry Von Erich. Like, oh, yeah, fuck shit. But then on the, the Patreon website for BTT, got called out too. <laughs> so I was like, ah, damn it. I feel like a damn. Dumbass. Yeah. Good thing I don't read comments. <laughs> I feel like I've done that before with Tom Sawyer. I just, like, I get into the music and it's like, this feels like a wrestling song. Yeah. And I forget that it was actually a wrestling song. It's fucking world-class championship wrestling. I know it was big territorially, but you know, it's not like it's a fucking whole Hogan's Oh, Rick music. can't hear us. Oh, really? What the hell I wonder what happened. On? All right, well, that's fine. We can continue on, then we'll fix things. We'll take a, a pause and yeah. edit it back in here. Yeah, we'll get Rick Rick on in a minute. But yeah, that was uh, the main thing that stuck out with uh, Supercard Special number 15. 
where we fucked up there. Well, I fucked up there. Jimmy didn't fuck up. I fucked up mentioning that. And uh, also, recently we did the BTT live stream, which was a lot of fun. Getting to talk with Mike Mills. Rick BB was on that as well. And great gave us great insight. Killed it on that. Yeah, he was a star. He took over. He came in and was like, bang. Mike Mills was like, fuck Mike and JV. I'm talking to Rick BB. I don't know what I'm talking about anyway. Yeah, Mike and JV just fucking watch the shows. I know GCW until WWF. They're like, take this man's wrestling card away. The fuck is this guy? Yeah, so Rick killed it over there, you know. Which is why we're happy to have him on this episode coming up. And with that said, let's lead right into Rick Beebe's Quality Control Center. It's episode six of his Quality Control Center. He's doing a great job with that. And we asked him to cover a couple episodes of ECW Hardcore TV that had to do with CyberSlam 96. Because JV and I, we're not going to waste an episode covering a bunch of shit for two hours that we already watched. So Rick recaps it here in about 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. take a listen to Rick BB's Quality Control Center for episodes 149 and 150 of ECW Hardcore TV. Take a listen to that, and we'll be right back to move on to our live reviews of episodes 151 and 152. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beebe, and on this week's segment, I'll be recapping the February 27th and March 5th episodes of Hardcore TV. We start off February 27th with clips of the same Raven and Tommy Dreamer segment we've seen already from CyberSlam. This time, however, Joey Styles fills in details for people that are tuning in for the first time. Next, we get a promo from Raven, where Kimono Wanalea shows Raven and the Bruise Brothers her LBTs. Sadly, all we get to see is her bare back. Following that, we get an intro from our boy Joey Styles as he throws it to ECW fan cam footage of Brian Pillman harassing the franchise, Shane Douglas, at just another night. Pillman emerged from the crowd waving a press pass and carrying a camera. He used this camera to take multiple pictures of Douglas while he was in his match with Raven, ultimately goading Douglas to try and attack him before security could separate the two men. After a quick visit from Lance Wright, a man who likes to copy my own style, we get a replay of JT Smith versus Axel Rotten. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but the ring announcer for the card was Rocky Mushianu, who was normally the timekeeper in ECW. At some point, Leon Spinks, former world heavyweight boxing champion, is shown in the crowd. This was supposed to have led to him and Taz feuding and having a match. And promos were allegedly filmed backstage after CyberSlam in order to get things started. However, rumor has it that Leon was a little too messed up for them to actually be able to air the footage. Now you may be asking yourself why Leon Spinks. Besides the fact that Leon Spinks had shocked the world in the late 70s and defeated Muhammad Ali for the world heavyweight title, he'd actually fought Antonio Inoki in 1986 in a wrestler vs. boxer match for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He'd also faced Jerry Lawler in the USWA in 1990 and had appeared in Japan in FMW in 1991. 
where he would go on to win their Brass Knuckles heavyweight championship belt in 1992. He would lose that belt in a barbed wire cage match to deathmatch legend Atsushi Onita before retiring from the ring. We then get Just Another Ad for Just Another Night on Home Video, as well as Hype Central to showcase the upcoming events such as the Big Ass Extreme Bash. Next, we get a brief history of Shane Douglas and Cactus Jack breaking into the business together before Joey throws it to the match between the two at Cyberslam. Brian Hildebrand was refing that match at Cyberslam. He had previously been the senior referee in Smoky Mountain, and had also trained with the franchise and Mick Foley at Dominic DiNucci's school. Sadly, Brian Hildebrand would pass away in 1999 after being diagnosed with cancer in 1997. He refed his last match a few days before his death. The last match we see on this episode of Hardcore TV is Taz squashing Joel Hartgood and then beating up Dino Sendoff, Donnie Allen, and the disrespectful, I mean, dirtbike kid, who came out to help Hartgood after the beating. Mikey Whiprock then comes out and has a brief exchange with Taz before he becomes just another victim. After just another promo for Just Another Night, because Just Another Night in ECW is way better than anything from them, we get the Pulp Fiction promos. This time, it's strictly the franchise. He's wearing either the most badass or the most hideous jacket I've ever seen. It has franchise spread out across the back with cutouts to form the letters, as well as cutouts on the sleeves and chest, which forms straps out of the strips of leather. In the promo, he asks Cactus Jack to tell Vince I said hello, before bringing up Brian Pillman being called the loose cannon. He goes on to say he's the real loose cannon, given that he had cursed on live TV at Terry Funk in 1994, thrown down the NWA title, denounced ECW, and finally brought in Bill Alfonso to enforce the rules while he proceeded to break all of them anyways. All of these claims are accompanied by clips of him doing such. However, the rule-breaking is him hitting Cactus Jack with a chair at Cyberslam while Cactus was handcuffed, so I'm not quite sure that correlates. Next, he says, The man with no ethics drives the hardest bargain, as he states he's looking to ensure he gets his gold back, while Tommy Dreamer wants to ensure that Beulah, his girlfriend, and their baby will be safe, leading to them forming an alliance of sorts. This reveals why Douglas didn't help Tommy while the Bruise Brothers turned on him. The two have a deal that Douglas will protect Beulah and her child, even at the expense of Tommy getting his ass kicked. Tommy ends the promo huddled in the corner, saying that he would make the same deal with the devil himself, ending with, quote the dreamer, nevermore. As an 11-year-old, that probably sounded really cool to me, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it comes off as pretty fucking lame now. Sorry, Tommy. Franchise got you beat on that one. We interrupt this segment for a more civilized commercial. As you can tell by the nature of our program, the Extreme Livecast is governed by a conservative, politically correct establishment. When we're not hanging out in our corporate duds. We like to slip into something a little more comfortable. Say, for example, the Extreme FM Livecast t-shirt. It's only $20 post-paid.
The March 5th episode of Hardcore TV begins with a shot of a staircase in someone's house, where we discover Brian Pillman downstairs, arguing with, and then fighting, a giant pencil. On paper, it seems like it would be pretty stupid to see, but honestly, I can say watching Brian Pillman punch and then choke a pencil as he flashes at the four horsemen hand signal, it's really friggin' awesome, because he comes across as being totally insane while doing so. After the opening, Joey Styles greets us and runs down the upcoming Big Ass Extreme Bash card that will take place over the course of two nights, Friday night at the Lost Battalion Hall in Regal Park, Queens, New York, and the Saturday night in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the ECW Arena. Interesting to note is that Sabu will be facing someone named Big Titan from FMW in Japan at the ECW Arena. For those of you out there that were watching the WWF in 96, he may be better known for his appearance as the fake Razor Ramon. Next, we get a replay of the end of the Franchise and Dreamer promo from the previous episode of Hardcore TV, which is then followed by a promo for upcoming shows featuring Natural One by Folk Implosion. Featuring another ad from Lance Wright, we get a hard shill from Joey Styles trying to get people to buy the CyberSlam VHS by playing clips of the event. The rest of the show is dominated by the Sabu vs. Too Cold Scorpio match from CyberSlam, taking up most of the episode with only a few interruptions to shill t-shirts and some upcoming cards. Mike Peru and JV did a great job covering it on the last Supercard special, so there's no need for me to go over the match again. Scorpio retains when they go to a 30-minute draw. We get a promo for Just Another Night set to Cell Therapy by Goody Mob, followed by an ad for the ECW House of Hardcore Wrestling School, before we return to see the crowd chanting for Sabu as he leaves the ring after his match. Joey wraps things up, telling us the Pitbulls have declined back-to-back -back title shots against the Eliminators at the Big Ass Extreme Bash to get revenge for their friend Tommy Dreamer, against the Bruise Brothers on the second night of the Big Ass Extreme Bash at the ECW Arena. Then we go to the Pulp Fiction promos, which normally end every episode of Hardcore TV. First, we have the Pitbulls outside with the sun shining directly into the camera while they cut a generic promo. Pitbull 1 calls the Bruise Brothers, and I quote, Banjo playing, hillbilly eating, liver licking, inbred freaks. After which, Pitbull 2 goes, Sweet! Next, we get Sandman and Mom, I mean Missy, calling out Stevie Richards and saying that Sandman is going to cause him pain. Missy then proceeds to bite the Sandman a few times on the cheek and neck as Sandman utters the phrase, What Mommy wants, Mommy gets. Stevie Richards and the Blue Meanie then cut a promo stating that they're the fabulous ones, with Meanie being Stan Lane. Can you hear my eyes rolling through the speakers at this moment? Then Dances with Dudley shows up and proceeds to try doing the Fargo strut and a moonwalk, leading to him and Stevie deciding that Bubba should teach Meanie to dance. Bubba and Meanie then back into each other and do the mirror image thing, I think it was a Marx Brothers gag, before the meanie turns to run and knocks himself out by going headfirst into the wall. Brian Pillman is seen sitting in a limo with a lawyer going over a contract, presumably as WCW one. The lawyer says that he's screwed, and Pillman indicates that he better lawyer up, because 
I know where they've been. Next, we get J.T. Smith sitting, smoking a cigar, and asking Axel Rotten, What's the matter, you? Are you stupid? The Eliminators say that they remember what they did to win the belts, so imagine what they'll do to keep them. Fonzie then yells at the cameraman to keep the camera straight during his promo, and Taz grabs the lens. We go back to Dances with Dudley, who says that he paid Stevie Richards $100 in order for Bubba to teach Meanie to dance. Yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me either. Bubba proceeds to beatbox, and Meanie dances to it, while Dick Dudley growls off screen. We get the Eliminators saying that they've seen a lot of teams in ECW that need to be eliminated. Fonzie yells that he gets happy every time Taz dumps somebody on their head. The final shot is Brian Pillman, naked on a couch, saying that Eric, jerk-off, stripped him of everything. He also says that he gave him a great gift, the freedom to be himself, something that Brian Pillman refers to as the fucking ace. That's it for this week's edition of the Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beebe. Back to Mike Pru and JV. All right, we're back now. And Rick, are you back now? Are you there? Yes. Rick, yeah, there? I'm here. <laughs> Can, I'm you hear me now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, we can hear you. <laughs> All right, so we're back now for Extreme Championship Wrestling, ECW Hardcore TV, 151 from March 12th, 1996. And we're moving on from CyberSlam, and we're heading to the big-ass Extreme Bash. It's night one from March 8th, 1996. This was at the Lost Battalion Hall. Queens, New York, and we're going to get a runtime of about 53 minutes on this episode, and just to give you a little preview, we're going to get matches including Dudley's versus the Headhunters, Gangsters are going to be around, we got Cactus Jack versus Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho is here, finally, let's go, Taz versus Mikey Whipwreck, so, some should be some fun stuff here on this episode, and again, we got Rick Beebe. Mm-hmm. As our resident historian, our <laughs> research department head here with us. So if we fuck up, he can correct us on a spot <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we have someone that knows what they're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but we had to have fun too. This is oh, this yeah. is about fun. Yeah. Yeah, this is all you just know. for fun. Right. Yo, we didn't have a fucking, like, little interview with Rick. Oh, uh, Rick, when do you start, like, wrestling? And blah, blah. No, Rick's been a part of this team for a long time. We're not giving you that bullshit. When we have people on, we're just getting into the talk here. We're just yeah. talking mm-hmm. wrestling. It's like Rick just came over to the apartment. He's sitting on the couch with us now, watching some wrestling. That's all this is. Yeah, that's so, honestly, that's how I feel. Fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys set up with the uh, timestamp and with with the uh, with the audio, uh, video rather uh, yes, from our from our drive. Yep. Um, Mike Mills, get on the fucking ball with the episodes, please, so the Patreon members can watch along with us with our version that we have. But again, these are available on Peacock. They're not exactly the same, but similar enough that you could. Kind of watch along. Maybe you have to pause and fast forward here and there. But yeah, these episodes will be available eventually. I've talked to Mike about it. I gave him access to my drive so that he can just 
add shit when he needs to. So, anyway. For our sake, I have to give a countdown so we can all be in sync. And I'm not going to say bye, bye, bye. Oh, fuck, I said it. Anyway. <laughs> all right, JV and Rick, you ready to go? I'll yeah, give I'm ready. Right down. Three down, three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. Three, two, one, play. All right, Joey Styles kicking us off. Yeah. JV Styles, as Rick has called him. JV Styles. <laughs> what did yeah. I come up? Did I, did I come up with that, or did you come? You, up with you that? came up with you came up with that, and I threw it on at the end of the Quality Control Center. That's right. <laughs> It's like that'd be oh, look, they weird. Got if... the, the cursive for his name. It's it's a special night. Ooh, oh Brian yeah, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman with the cool glasses back then. Those flip glasses. Yep, a couple of luchador masks behind the behind Joey. Guys in the crowd. Yep. One of them looks like he's wearing. Uh, I think that was El Santo's mask. <laughs> oh, El Santo. Now yeah. why is Brian Pillman still doing the fucking full Horseman shit? Because according to um, according to Bischoff, he still worked for WCW at this point, even though he really didn't. Yeah, right. That's the whole the whole yeah. scheme that he was playing. Is that that's oh, yeah, the jacket I'm talking guys. about? Yeah, that's the that's jacket. The great I'm jacket. Talking about. It's either the no, it's either the it. coolest jacket ever or the ugliest jacket ever. I think it's the coolest, but you know, I think it's, it's the coolest cool, on him. But if if I want, that's the fucking ugliest oh, yeah. jacket. <laughs> Okay, J- JV, I gotta ask, what kind of sneakers he got on? There you go. There you go. Uh, they look like Asics from here or Adidas. <laughs> are they, I was thinking are they spray painted? Uh, they're, re- they're actually Reeboks. I can't tell. Those look like shot. they look like Asics. Uh, yeah, they look like wrestling shoes. Yes. Like, yeah. All right, let's lay out for a bit and listen to this promo. Well, he's got the pants, so you can't touch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but destiny is mine, Zoe Styles. As you can see, the franchise is ready to step over two doors and rock and roll all night with the. All right, I said we're gonna lay out, but fuck it. Let's fucking whatever we have to say. <laughs> let's say. Um, I just want to say I want that jacket on Francine. Yeah, <laughs> I want a, I want a Francine version of that jacket. Some titties popping, <laughs> tip top titty popping time. Yeah, man. I don't know if Shane Douglas has underwear on either. <laughs> well, one, at one point he looked down and it was like he was trying to get people to look at his cock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Check out my cock. It's like, please, any women in this audience? Yep. <laughs> Instead the of Pillman Brian going Goldman, nuts, they're strapping. I love that Pillman <laughs> shirt with the four horsemen logo on his face. Yeah, that was a cool four horsemen logo at that time. Because that wasn't traditionally their logo. No. Back in the back in the eighties, that was new for this period in ninety five into ninety six. That's that wasn't that was a cool looking logo. I was gonna say edgy. But 
Looks great. All right, so Rick, do you have any insight on this promo? Do you remember anything? No. About this, I don't <laughs> want to put you on a spot. No, but. I got, I got nothing. I'm trying, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to read the sign. It says, "Eric, can we also borrow Loch Ness?" Loch Ness. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's not. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he had cancer at this point. So, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, I know oh, what's gonna happen. Go okay, this, it's this one. It's this night. Okay. <laughs> Look at the facials on Pillman. Like, oh, That's I'm so afraid of you. At. Yeah, I'm so afraid of you, Dean Douglas. I, I growing up, I had a friend that named Brian who could do those kind of faces. It was uncanny. Yeah, because last night he was going to piss all over the arena. I feel bad. And he he has his family with him. But why the fuck are you bringing this three-year-old? <laughs> this three-year-old's going to... I'm pretty sure he gets freaked out soon. And why wouldn't he? With all these fucking maniacs around him. It's an adult environment. Hopefully the kid was going right, after this segment. Yeah, right up, right up the street from uh, Goldfingers, remember? Oh yeah, yeah you, you tuned us into Goldfingers. Yeah. Look at this kid. The kid's about to cry now. Oh, I was about to get yeah. punched in the face. Yeah, I don't think Pillman has a good argument here. You quit the Dynamic Dudes, you quit the WWF. Yeah, because it all sucked. Yeah. Why would he want to stay? Yeah, that kid's freaking out. <laughs> yeah, look at him. And the mother's like, hey, I'm getting 100 bucks here. <laughs> so you fucking deal with it. The guy, the guy in the, uh, the purple right there. <laughs> <laughs> the purple windbreaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, and the guy in the Rangers jersey that's just staring like, yep. "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. JV, who's wearing a Rangers jersey? Like, who? Who is it? Nineteen ninety-six. Who's the main yes. main guy? Assistant, assistant oh, captain. Brian Leach, maybe Mike Mark Messier. I didn't see the number. Messier, right? You got to be Messier. Messier Leach. Might uh, I'm Brett thinking Leach. Leach. Was a Ranger in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, probably Leach though. Leach or Messier. Yeah. It was Richter. It's like all I know about hockey is 90s hockey. I couldn't tell you the name <laughs> of Ranger today. Yeah, those are Asics. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh. This guy's Florida Marlins hat. Yeah, I was going to say Florida hat. Marlins hat. Yep, the expansion hat. I had that same hat. I had the black one. I had I had the, the all teal, whatever the fuck color it is. All black one. I had the black brim with the with the green on top. I had all of them. Fucking was all in on the Marlins. I still have a cup today. It's a it's like a mini mug. It has 
the Marlins original logo, then my name Mike on top. <laughs> <laughs> my name Mike. <laughs> it's Todd Gordon. I'm so proud of that glass. My sister had a Rockies one. She had to be the fucking other one. No, she had a Mariners one because she fucking loved Ken Griffey Jr. Who didn't? True. <laughs> she just wanted to bang Ken Griffey Jr. That was the difference. Like, she didn't know shit about baseball. She just thought he was cute. He wears a snapback. She was five years older than me, so she was already all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's Todd Gordon doing here? Who's this fucking dude with the glasses at ringside? Uh, the guy next to Gertner? Dude. Yeah, next to Gertner. G- Gertner looking like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> with, his, with his little red bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who that guy... The guy that with the like the porn yeah. star mustache? I have no yeah, idea who that in the, is. In the shady glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea who that is. Chain has worked. He's worked up. I like this. He's sweating. <laughs> it's good to see him getting back into his original character. Because even at this time, he's still doing like Dean Douglas shit for some reason in ECW. Where he's acting like a teacher here and there. Yeah. Like, like there was a promo that you covered. He's in a, yeah, in a classroom. Yeah, very teachery. Yeah. yeah. Like, step number one. Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, that's no good. Shane, you're supposed to be getting. You're supposed to be shedding that shit. Yeah. That guy's got a sweet mullet. Oh yeah, he does. Right, now he said, oh, "Holy shit, that's man, that's a damn mullet. Holy moly, that's a mullet going this wild." Is, this is '96 too, so I mean, yeah, he's he's had that for like ten years. Yeah. Right, he's had it since '86. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, I think I mentioned this on the the most recent Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, but you got these people trying to be Jake the Snake Roberts, you know, around. Well, that's, a, that's a Jake the Snake nine one one mullet. Yeah. I mean, mustache too, you know. Like, hey, I had this when I was getting pussy, so I'm gonna keep rocking it. <laughs> yep, driving around in my T top Trans Am. It worked worked back then. Works now. I slayed so much vag in 84. He loves calling people pieces of insert word. <laughs> yeah, he, loves he does. <laughs> pieces of garbage, pieces of shit. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of crap. <laughs> now he's calling Ted Turner a billionaire piece of shit. <laughs> You're a billionaire piece of shit. Guys just burning bridges. <laughs> No wonder why he never went anywhere. (laughs) He didn't go to WCW until after Ted Turner. Oh, here comes Fonzie with his whistle. Have we mentioned the whistle? Or is this... He had the whistle recently. He's had the whistle, but... He had the whistle at CyberSlam, right? Going over the top with it now, though. Oh, yeah, it gets worse. Oh, it gets so fucking annoying. You love Fonzie now, JV. I, the whistle might make you hate him a little uh, bit, I think. I love it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till about 98. 
Oh, what a slap from Fonzie to Todd Gordon. Oh, and I love oh, this feud. Somebody just hit Joey with a drink. Yeah, and Joey's like, fuck off, man. I didn't do anything. He I think right. I'm like a second or two behind you guys. Oh, um, let's check the time step. I got 11, 46, 47, 48. Yeah, I'm like two seconds yeah. behind you. And I'm like a second behind you, so. I'm going to pause for a second. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fonzie's just tossing down the chair, stomping on Todd. Hey, yeah. Todd is so underrated with the amount of bumps and spots that he's oh, gone man, through man. over the years. No selling the chill shot to the head. Mm-hmm. No, no <laughs> selling that CTE. It's nice to see Bam Bam here. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing what we know about his run in ECW, it's not just a stopover. It's not like he's Arn Anderson coming in for a couple episodes. He's yeah, gonna be he's here. Gonna stick around. Yeah. There we go. The show finally opens after twelve minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I say every time this comes on, I love this fucking opening, but Rick, what does this opening bring back for you? Like I, I said on the um, the live stream a week or two ago, the uh, just being up at 1 a.m. with a blanket over me. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping, hoping that my parents, oh, they, they're no walking. <laughs> yeah, apparently my my dad didn't come on and be like, "What? What are you doing?" And like I said, my dad was the guy who got me into wrestling, so I'm I'm half curious to see what he would have even said. But <laughs> at the same time, when you're 11, you do not want your dad coming out at 1 a.m. yelling at you. Hell no. No. Well, part of me thinks like if he saw somebody like Bueller. Or kimono with their tits out. You might be like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. At the time. Get it. Okay, fine. Yeah, sure, all right. Make sure you go to bed soon. <laughs> yeah. Just don't tell your mother. Yeah. You're going to walk in on me. <laughs> Doing the same thing in the other room. All right, so we got a promo segment here from Joey Styles com- covering the upcoming Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania show on March 15th. Uh-huh. The Flagstaff. we got some uh, hip-hop playing in the background. I can't make it out. Well, I'm not going to try to guess the music because, TV, we're going to let Rick p- pick the music this week since he's our special <laughs> All right. guest. All right, me. I can All right. never uh, think of anything. He'll pick the break music and the outro music. Doesn't have to be music that's necessarily played during this, but if something stands out, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. But a gangsta. Gangsta's so sporadic at this time. It's like yeah, nuts. It's just because like somebody's always in jail, <laughs> like, <laughs> or some shit's going on. For sure. Oh, here's just another night being hyped up that's going to be sold on ECW Home Video. Oh, come on, I want to lay ya. Yeah. Do you guys know the story of how they got Kimona or where they found her? 
Tell us. <laughs> no. Tell she us. Uh, she was an exotic dancer at some like- place in Philadelphia, and Raven basically saw her and was like, I, 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 I could make her be the, you know, the girl that replaces Beulah, so to speak. And uh, just basically recruited her from from a basically a stripping career. And uh, she actually does end up in WCW a few years later um, as a Leia Meow. Oh. But uh, other than that, she doesn't do anything in wrestling. Other other than uh, dancing atop the ECW arena one night. Great spot. Mm-hmm. On the phone. Raven must have had her in uh, the champagne room. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> There's no sex. No in sex the in the champagne room. room. No. <laughs> Who was that? Chris Rock and who else? Yeah, Chris Rock. It's Chris Rock, yeah. Yeah, just him. Yeah, from his album. Yeah. yeah. Except from. Take um, off that silly ass hat. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Is that bigger and blacker? Bigger but um, is that the name of the comedy album? Big, oh, well, I don't know. That was the name of that big comedy hour during that time, though. That was oh, the comedy okay. hour. Yeah. That was the comedy hour. Okay. I don't remember the name of the uh, album. It might have been. But might have been the same. Yeah. But I know I had the CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. So we just gave a shout out to Paulie's dad. <laughs> a lawyer. Yeah, tricky How's dick dangerously. <laughs> tricky dick. That well, no, his name is Richard Heyman, but oh, is tricky, it Richard? yeah, tri- tricky dick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. New, New England wrestling legend, the extreme enforcer, Paul Richard. All right, so if I hadn't just said that Rick is picking the songs, then I would have put <laughs> "No Sex in Champagne Room" on. <laughs> but yeah, it was the album. The CD was bigger and blacker as well. Yep. All right. No sex like in the champagne the, uh, room. I like how the headhunters decided to color coordinate so that one of them has red pants with a black stripe, and the other has black pants with a red stripe. Yeah, like I'm gonna fucking know the difference. Uh, no, I you can't tell the difference between them. Fucking two Abdullah the Butchers. <laughs> yeah. Two Puerto Rican Abdullah the Butchers. <laughs> Who aren't even actually... Well, they're... I'm sure they're from... They're Puerto Rican descent. They're just not actually yeah. from Puerto Rico. They're probably fucking... Some they're from New small York. Small town in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that dude's got on the, the slap, shirt, uh, slap shot jersey. Oh, there... Oh, you're ahead of me now, I guess. Shit. Am I? Oops, sorry. Is that Sandman? Or is that a dress-up Sandman? That's a maple. It's a dress-up Sandman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cosplay Sandman. Cosplay Sandman. Cosplay Sandman. What? <laughs> Jesus, he's, he's teeing off on him. Before they knew what it was. All right, so here we are, March 96. Headhunters had just been in WWF for Royal Rumble. Yep. It's because the roster sucked so bad that they just had to get anybody who was in the area. <laughs> I believe 96 was also when they had Doug Gilbert and uh, <gasps> Dory Funk Jr. in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa Prue was there. Yeah, Grandpa Prue. 
Doug Gilbert was in the Rumble? Yeah. Wow. Doug Gilbert. Fucking yeah, Freddy Krueger, right? Yeah. yeah. Doug Gilbert was Freddy Krueger, Freddy right? Uh, uh, yeah, at one point he was, yeah. Uh, in, uh, I don't know, in Japan he was. Who played uh, the Freddy Krueger in ECW? I thought it was him. Um, oh, that's right. Oh. There was a Freddy Krueger in ECW. Um, I believe that was Doug Gilbert. Yeah. Um, I know when they did a Freddy thing in Memphis, it was actually Doug and Eddie's uh, father, Tommy Gilbert. Man, they love that. Family was in on it, huh? Yeah. Cause it's a nightmare on my street. Remember that Fresh Prince song? <laughs> yeah, it sucked. <laughs> no, it was fucking awesome. Not in hindsight, that song sucked. Yeah, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Oh, so we go from Chris Rock to Will Smith. Oh, what's going on there? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> You're a bitch! You're a bitch! You're a bitch! <laughs> so glad he came out and just fucking put him on. Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck Will Smith. Coward. I mean, he should have just kept, kept fucking with Jada, Jada Pinkett. Like, fuck yeah. you. You're the whole problem here. Theo Vaughn did a bit, and he's like, they show a picture of him oh. and Jada. He's like, oh, look at Will Smith's oh. husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's funny because like, he's got to keep his wife's name out of his mouth, not his husband. <laughs> keep my wife's dick out your mouth. <laughs> That's what it should have been. <laughs> All right, we got Fonzie. I don't know if his shirt's orange or just fucking dirty as hell. I think it's orange. It looks orange. <laughs> That's or, or like yellow. It has like an orange tint, but it's like, yeah. is it dirty though? <laughs> Where do you get an orange tinted button down? <laughs> Men's Warehouse? <laughs> Maybe. You probably like got it from Vince McMahon. <laughs> now they're talking shit about Lawrence kids. Taylor. Yeah. I'll do drugs or fuck up your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you can learn a lot just by looking at someone's teeth. <laughs> yep. Generally. Yeah, I'm fucked, man. What? Your teeth are fine. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, no, they're not. Mm. They look fine. Thanks for filters. <laughs> Don't tell my girl that. Just as a hygienist, but it's a very high standards. Oh, well, that's why you feel guilt. Yeah. She's critiquing your teeth too much. Oh, our boy. Rick, who's Let's this man? Oh. Who's Damien something, right? Damien Kane. Kane yeah, Damien Kane. Damien Kane, yeah. This guy um, didn't give a fuck when he got the mic. He was ready to fucking just spew whatever nonsense he had on his mind. It wouldn't be yep. shut. Was he in the NWO? NWO. No. I know he wasn't. <laughs> Damien King. <laughs> Looks like he could have been. It's a new Mustafa. world fucking order. Mustafa oh, I love him. Fre- Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> I was gonna say Mustafa, fresh out the parking lot, looking for things to put in his joint. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love still that. Love that is legit my favorite story about Mustafa. Oh, expound on that. I don't think I know that. Yeah, I told it on a. I thought I would told it on the QCC, but basically, um, New Jack and a bunch of people have said that one night they were at the uh, travel lodge 
and Mustafa was walking around the parking lot trying to find stuff to put in his joint along with pencil shavings and he was smoking it and then oh, proceeded yes. to say to Sandman, hey, you want some? And he's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, like, he did. Yeah. And, and New Jack goes, man, you are going to kill yourself smoking that shit. Is he still alive? I think Mustafa is still, still alive. alive. <laughs> yeah, Mustafa is still alive. New Jack's the New one Jack's, that's not. Yeah, he died. Yeah. yeah. Mustafa's still laughing to the bank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a crazy man. <laughs> I love the look he has when he comes out with the the... A do rag, I guess, right? Yeah, the, the rag covering his mouth and and New Jack yeah. died like what last year? That was With recent. The, that was recent. Uh, it was either last year or two years, years ago. ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Years just fucking blend together now. They really do. Jesus. I don't remember years like I used to. Like I can remember shit happening in ninety five, ninety six, ninety. You know what I mean? Two thousand one. But if you want me to. Talk about the difference between something that happened in ninety in two thousand seventeen and two thousand twenty. I don't fucking know. You want to you want to talk about somebody not giving a fuck while they swing something? Oh that headhunter. shit! That headhunter. He was not. He did not care if he put that chair through New Jack's fucking skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's uh, it's Rick. Yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking nail it with the Lance thing, man. I'm not even trying to do it. That's the <laughs> worst part. <laughs> it started off. It started off with me trying to be Joey Styles, and it just turns out that apparently I'm more Lance Wright. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. All right, what's yeah. this? So you want to be a wrestler? Well, can you be a wuss or can you be hardcore? So the wrestling school is starting. Taz is about to fucking toss you on your head. Yep. All right, now we got advertising for Holiday Hell 95, the New York Invasion. So this is P versus Gangsters, right? Yep. Public enemies on their way out after this. Soon after this. Yeah, at this, well, at this point, in oh, March 96, okay. they're in WCW, I think. Yeah, and they suck. Well, Although they I suck, like but the Nasty Boys match. I, like I I swear they made them the tag ta uh, tag champs like within the first month that they were there. With Hall Heat, as... right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just just as kind of a see, we can we can take these guys and make them do stuff <laughs> like. Uh oh. Right. Yeah, we gotta listen to Jack here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy's a fucking scary. I love Mustafa. Look at this. <laughs> oh. I don't want to meet Mustafa in the fucking dark <laughs> in alley. alley you know? yeah. I don't, don't want to meet him in a police station. 
Yeah, I don't want to meet him. Anyway. Just period. It reminds me of Charlie Murphy in the uh, in the Dave Chappelle show, like Real World. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching uh, the dude. You no, know about dude banging yeah. the other chick. Yeah. Something like that. And he's in night vision. Yeah, night vision. He's in the yeah. corner. Yeah. <laughs> This is laughing. <laughs> so this is our debut here of Chris Jericho coming up. Oh, we got a clip of Cactus hanging out with the fabulous ones, Stevie and Stan, Blue Meanie, yep, and Stevie, who is Steve, <laughs> Stevie Kern, Steve Kern, yeah, Skinner, Skinner. He's <laughs> yeah, doing the Lou Gehrig speech complete yeah. with his own echo. I love it. <laughs> get you gotta love the hair metal looking tights on um, Jericho, too. Yep. I always loved his uh, Van Halen tights. Yeah. Those are great. When did he wear those? Not until WWF, right? Yeah, I think, I think yeah. I don't think he wore them in WCW. Yeah. Lionheart. Is he Lionheart? Yeah. His, yeah, his boots say Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was Lionheart in, in Mexico. Canada, well, right? Mex- Mexico and Japan before, uh, yeah. before he was here. I remember that from like a documentary I watched. Fucking meanie. <laughs> Joey doing baby face, baby noises. All right, bef- before you guys ask, I have no idea who that ref is. Yeah, yeah kind of looks, <laughs> looks like um, Paul Bearer before. I was, was going to say, Bear. yeah, it looks like Percy Pringle. <laughs> Percy Pringle, yeah. It's like, who's the guy that oh, really? got us the Red Rooster? Terry Taylor? <laughs> it looks more like uh, he, he does look like Percy Palmera. Pringle more so than that. I would say I would even go as far as to say he looks like Brother Love without his uh, makeup on. <laughs> Bruce Kinda, Prince yeah. back in '89. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Pace in the ring. I love you, but I don't like you. He's still supposed <laughs> to be leaving soon, right? What did I miss? Oh, Cactus Jack. Yeah, the, uh, yeah the, Joey said he's leaving in like a couple of days from this. Yeah, he's the longest like known left leaving ever departure. <laughs> oh, Shane Douglas did the same thing though. Yeah, oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. It you're took right. like three months until he actually left. And he was already saying he was leaving and getting heat when he was wearing that Monday Night Raw shirt and shit. But um, and if oh, go ahead. I was just say this is March eighth. Cactus Jack's going to have his last match on March 9th, which is the next night of the big-ass Extreme Bash, when they go to Philly. So this right. was a two-day show. One show is in New York. The next one is in Philly. And fr- from what I understand, this show, while it's good matches, 
it's known for the crowd sucking ass and not buying into much that was going on because it's a New York yeah. audience. And they, and they only know from watching syndicated <clears throat> shows at 1, 1 a.m. in the morning. Right. Know? Whereas Philly, it's like home. It, yep. like, we've been watching these guys for four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So it's going to be much better on the next episode, crowd-wise. Gotcha. There's Faith No More Guy. Who's Faith No More Guy? Faith No More Guy is the guy right behind Cactus's boots. Um, you can see him. He's got the sunglasses on, the long goatee, beard, and hair. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know who he, he looks like. Rock the, band the dude. Faith No More. Oh, I didn't know he was <laughs> called that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the guitarist in Faith No More Guy. This guy's name is Jim Martin. He uh, he looks basically like that dude, long string hair, Uh-oh. long goatee, and all that. Um, that that guy, his name is Lenny. His actual name is Lenny, um, and he's uh-huh. he doesn't have that look anymore. But um, that's he's one like hat guy, you know, John Bailey. Yeah, People know him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I always recognize him. I always just thought he was like. I don't know, fucking Rob Zombie guy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call him Faith No More guy, but same same idea. He does look like he could be a Rob Faith Zombie. No more. Like, yeah. I just Faith Googled him. No you want it out. We haven't, played that, we haven't played that song, right? No, Faith you no should more. totally play that. That's a great song. Yeah, we'll put, play that and then I can come up with a um with another song for the, the outro or whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's up to you. It's your choice, Frank. Well, no, I like that song, actually. All right. All right. They sang yeah. that song? You want it all, but you can't have it. That's yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's Faith No More. No shit. I like that. Um, yeah, that's a good Mike, uh, oh my God, what's his name? What's the name <laughs> of the song, singer. though? It's called Epic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, yep. okay. Yep. I would have guessed you want it all. It's like rock and rap mixed at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from like, and that's I think that song's from like the late eighties. I think it was like eighty nine, eighty nine and ninety. I think, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah, the not video like, on MTV like, all the time. Oh yeah, and then and then it came back, made a comeback on uh, Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Because they fucking shit on that song <laughs> during that. <laughs> they shit on everything during that time. Yep. Mm, cool fire. The fucking, the fucking fish flopping around. <laughs> and Jericho's taking a beating from Cactus. It's like, hey, I just got fucked up with my hands cuffed, taking chair shots to the head. So, Jericho, time to take some shots. Yep. Paul Barris telling him to get back in the ring. I hate oh, This ref is annoying me. I don't He's like doing this ref. Oh, you're right. It's definitely Percy Pringle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing too much to get noticed, though. Like, I don't mind, like, a referee saying, yeah, when the referee's doing what they're supposed to, like, you know, get away, you're supposed to get out, but when they're so animated like that, it's, oh, yeah. come on. Like, relax. Like, when NBA refs are calling text, that shouldn't be text. Or like that NFL ref that used to flex, you know? Yeah, Ed Hockley. Ed Hockley. Ed Hockley, yeah. Guy's fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah, but I don't need to see it when you're trying to tell me no, that, you know, no. there was a penalty. We're a bigger shirt, bro. <laughs> no, you show off my muscles. I'm a lawyer, you know. Yeah. I'm smart. <laughs> my medium zebra shirt. 
<laughs> medium. <laughs> Choking. Choking them out. Yeah, with referees and wrestling, I talked about this previously, but I have more to say. <laughs> referees and wrestling, like, this is a performance. And, that, and the fact that it's pro wrestling, we shouldn't have referees trying to take charge like they're MLB umps or NFL referees that know, like, you're not going to hurt me because I'm in charge. You're not going to touch me. These referees in wrestling should always be afraid that these guys are maniacs. They might fucking nail me. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get too close to them or yell at them like somebody like Earl Hebner does at times or this guy in this match this Percy Pringle ref was doing getting all up in someone's face. It's like no, they might fucking nail you because they're maniacs. Yeah, they're pro wrestling. Right. You know? This should be more like, oh, all right, let me back off. Let me be afraid of these monsters in the ring. Like, yeah, I'm in the shitty position to be refereeing this. I'm putting my life on the line doing this job. That's a little excessive. No, kayfabe-wise. Oh, oh, kayfabe-wise. Oh, all right. That you should me. be the story. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I would say we got a decent match going on here. Oh, yeah. nice baseball slide. Yeah, great baseball slide. The pretty blue mats. Thank you, New York State Athletic Commission. <laughs> yep. There's actually a sign. I don't know if this if the guy had it, but it said New, New York State commissions to not be hardcore. <laughs> Shitting on him. Yeah. That guy wearing a penguin starter jacket? Where? I didn't see it. Uh, well, and of course they changed the camera angle. Was it a pullover? It looked it looked like it was a pullover. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely the penguins' colors, or well, penguins, Bruins, whatever colors. But I'm figuring this is New York, so they probably <laughs> they probably more more likely to have Pittsburgh than yeah. Boston, you know. Did you have any starter jackets, right? I had a Patriots one, but it was a knockoff starter jacket because my uh, my parents were like, "We're not buying, we're not paying that much for a jacket." Because then we got to get your sister's ones too, and yeah. they're they're not. Oh. Uh, I'm the oldest, so <laughs> yeah, they're not about to spend you know four hundred dollars on three jackets. So I don't know. Yeah, all my shit was handed down for the most yep. part. Had a Raiders starter jacket. Yep. Wasn't my choice. And a Cowboys one. I hate I, I had a Cowboys, but it wasn't a pullover. I remember, like, getting it. I was like, why did I get it? I'm like, ah. And then in high school, you can tell. I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably on sale. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you can afford it. Well, Burlington, Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory always had good deals on starter jackets back then. Burlington ah, Coat okay. Factory. Yeah. Local reference. <laughs> yeah. But that was a good store that had some name brand stuff that was at a discount. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Dude, a I Marshalls guess. today. 
Yeah. Or uh, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yeah. A I couple of couple of years a couple of years ago, I got a um, Chicago Blackhawks jersey for like forty bucks at a, a Burlington Coat Factory. I'm pretty sure I saw a Burlington in Las Vegas when I was there. Yeah, they've oh, yeah. gone big. Yeah, they're bigger now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. But they were super local for a while. They're regional, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, they were regional. Now they're nationwide. That's why they're like not even around here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck this place. <laughs> Let's go to other markets. And Jericho just goes for near pinfall after a big splash off the top rope. Big chop. <laughs> All right. So usually at this point, Love I would have said it by now. Love that pile um, Rick will find out who this referee is on the next quality control center. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> I've legit never seen this referee before. <laughs> this is going to be a tough one. Shit. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Back elbow drop off the <laughs> bottom rope. To the, that dude in the front row is like, fuck rope. yeah. His ass just came right into my face. I love it. And I'd be in the same same frame of mind if that happened to me. <laughs> well, you you saw RVD and Jerry Lynn in uh, Fall River, yeah. and they came right in here, right in. Didn't they like they land right? Just hit your friends or like hit or like grab his chair or something? Yeah, me and me and my friend Bobby, he landed right in front of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We That's mentioned awesome. that on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. We we eventually got to cover that. Yeah. No. Yeah, you you guys you, were gonna cover it, and then uh, JV had a little medical emergency. Yeah. And then we just backed it off. It's like, yeah, fuck it. We'll get to it when it's time okay. to get to it. Right. Oh, I want to have the appendectomy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That sucked. But yeah, Rick, that's that's on the drive you have access to, so you can you can watch that. Oh, sweet. I, I I just might. <laughs> <laughs> it's two parts. That's how long it is because it was the whole show. Oh yeah. So, oh, that was a nice pile driver. Yeah, nice pile driver by Cactus. I love that one where he like pulls them by the pants, you know. Terry yep. Funk does it too. Yes. Yep. That's where he learned it from. Probably. I was just listening to. Uh, Mick Foley podcast before we started. He mm-hmm. did a, he did an episode on uh, Paul Bearer because it's been 15 years since Paul Bearer died. No way. 15 years? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, shit. Jericho just fucking pinned Mick Foley. Okay. With a German suplex. With a German suplex. <laughs> that was pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, see the sign? New York commissioned to not be hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what a, what a hell of a match there! Jericho. Oh wow! Lost Battalion Hall, April thirteenth, and then a year a year to that day, a year later, that that was when Barely Legal was. Yeah, you're right. Yep. yep. So what I was saying about the Mick Foley podcast, as I was listening to it, surprised me because out of nowhere he mentions, "Oh, I was at a, I was at a signing in Fall River, Massachusetts." Then he tells a little story about. Know what he was doing there. I was like, holy shit, Fall River, Massachusetts. Wow. And he just remembers that. Like, I was in Fall River, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. 
Fuck. That's our town. And his lance right. He's going crazy. Yep. He's got a different hairstyle. Yeah. Mm. Looks like he's wearing eyeliner too. <laughs> Guy liner. Guy liner. Yeah. <laughs> he was emo before emo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rick, did you ever get into like those emo punk emo bands in the early two thousands? Uh, yeah, I, I was kind of a big uh, My Chemical Romance guy. My Chemical Romance, um, yeah. I, I, liked I liked them. Fallout Boy. <laughs> Fallout Boy. Did you like um, Taking Back Sunday? No, I never got no. into Taking Back Sunday. Or... That was my band. That was all the fucking hey. weird ones. Def Finch? Def Finch? Do you like Finch? Never uh, got Def... into Finch either. Def Cat for Cutie was, uh, I didn't like them too much. Yeah. It was another weird one. Sad ass music. I like the starting um, line. Starting uh, line, yeah. The dude from was, the fucking movies. There was one that was like Streetlight Manifesto or something. Streetlight Manifesto was... um, That was a combination of the guys from Taking Back Sunday and another band. Yeah. The original Taking Back Sunday split up and then they came back together as a street, ah, Streetlight Manifesto. Gotcha. They split up? Yeah, they both wow, formed they like separate really bands good. for a time. Yeah, they early, really like early, early Taking Back Sunday. Then they split. Like the one guy one left did? before they had success, and then formed a different band, and then they dashboard came back dashboard diaries, dashboard, dashboard confessions. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Missy Hyatt's here now. I'm gonna show her tits to Lance. Please turn around. And Rick would do the same thing too, I think. That's Show right. the memories. <laughs> the memories. The memories. <laughs> Leave the memories alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I will say this: when when Missy Hyatt was in WCW in like the early nineties, like ninety one, ninety two, um, she she used to have this segment. Missy does the mail, and I I had a huge crush on her. Of course, you know, I was like seven, so it wasn't really a crush thing. But um, I never liked this Missy, like, after. she's I mean, she's not ugly, but, you know, I'm a Beulah guy. Yeah. Beulah Francine. Come well, on. She's like the 30-year-old trying to be the hot yeah. girl still. Right. You know? When you got somebody that's like 23, 24. Yeah. Yeah, Beulah's the, 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 the girl next door that you grew up with, you know? Yeah. Oh, I Although, you, you, I did say this. I go. She's also kind of that snobby girl, you know. Yeah. But. Well, for some people in the audience, like Hat Guy, he's probably got a fucking bone for Missy. Like, oh, now she's here. Oh, we're definitely gonna see yeah. tits. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's all honed out. Well, she's like, close to my age. I did as a kid. I was into that milf. <laughs> right, M- milf hunter. She was a milf. Milf She'd play a MILF. At, like, MILFs are like 27 now in fucking pornos. Like, <laughs> the hell? I would just watch her two years ago. She was like, yeah. my stepsister. Yeah, she's that? a fucking MILF. What the hell happened? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going yeah. on in the porn Porn ages like, every year is like 10. Porn world. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm I've a MILF. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a stepmother, but I'm 22 or something. Yeah. Like. What the fuck's going on? Right. Bitches age crazy. Alright, Rick, what'd you say? You you checked out of what? 
I've checked out of all the like the um you know milf and stepmom type stuff. It's just because, like yeah. you said, it's like there. It how can how can you be a milf when I'm like twelve years older than you? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not a milf. No. Am I supposed to be looking at gilfs now? What's going on here? I think like my <laughs> IP is like exactly. really fucked. It's like the only recos I get. Oh my god. Ugh, fuck. Ugh. Light. No, shit. That's beautiful. Alright, so we got Taz versus Mikey Whipper. Let's stop talking about fucking MILFs and DILFs and GILFs. And... We were only talking about DILFs. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Yeah, who the no. fuck? The hell? <laughs> just waiting for us to talk about him or something? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to destroy you in the comments. Eh, somebody will like it. Alright. <laughs> but we got Taz and Mikey Whipwreck. And we last left off, Rick. Uh, Mikey got some heat with Taz because Mikey <laughs> laid the fuck out of Bill Alfonso at Cyberslam. Oh, yeah. Fucking smacked him in the oh, face. Wow. So punched him in the face. Oh, and then man. Taz dropped him on his head. But now we got a match here. Oh, nice baseball slide. Two baseball uh, slides in this show. It was a nice baseball slide, but it was a slow move to the guardrail from Taz. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Poor Mikey sign. All right, we got John Finnegan. That's right. Right, Rick? John Finnegan? Yep. That is John Finnegan, yep. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> Told you it's a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny because it's like almost always Finnegan. Molino is like barely around. Mm. I think he's only at ECW Arena. Probably. These guys have good chemistry so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike, I mean, they Mike both... and Taz, I think, always did. Yeah, and they both been around the whole time. They both showed up. Well, Taz wasn't around in 93. I think Mikey came in early 94. Yeah, Maybe late 93. Right. Yeah, well, that Mikey's been around right. for a long time. All this shit in the fucking ringside yeah. area. They're going to mess. Mike, you wearing a Taz shirt? Um, I can't tell. He is. It's his colors on the front, that orange, right? Big T. What's Taz's catchphrase at this time? We could just... Oh, nut shot. <laughs> Taz just slammed down Mikey, but Mikey, with the wherewithal to... Kick up his leg and hit Taz in his little nutsack. Mikey jumps up to the top, goes for a crossbody. He misses it. Taz is now setting up for a suplex. Mikey's going to be done here. Oh, on his head. Jesus. And now we're going to get a Katahajime. Katahajime. Rick, give us a reminder. Katahajime. Katahajime, it's um, single wing choke. 
no wing choke. That name's really growing on me. The fuck was that? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't bump nothing, so. No, I just heard a volume like jump up somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this guy's screaming from the stance. <laughs> Dude, someone just threw a coke. A can. Can on bouncing. It comes bam bam. It's bam bam. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Bam Bam rules. Oh, yeah. And this time? Mm -hmm. this come it's a year after main event in WrestleMania, even though it's the shittiest WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Bam Bam sucked. better. <laughs> oh, shit. Is, does he got it locked in? It's hard to. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it's locked in. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it shows Taz's effort to get get it on Bam Bam, but mm -hmm. it's keeping mm -hmm. Bam Bam look strong because he is able to break from it. Is on the ropes. So is that the next? Oh, I don't match? know. It looks like Bam Bam's kind of knocked out here now at this point. So these guys should have a feud coming up. Yes, I mean this will grow to be a big feud. Nice. Yeah, they uh, they feud a little, I think now, but they definitely feud a later on. Wow! All right, so Bam Bam's fucking tapped out apparently. Bad crew came in. <laughs> and fucking Bill Alfonso just going rest. wild with the. I want to say that's a steel chair. It's a plastic chair. So like, I am the ref. I am the law. Yeah, I am the law. All right. All right. That wraps up first episode here. Episode 151 from March 12th, 1996. And we're going to take a quick little break and be back for episode 152. We got our break song. And Faith No More. Epic. Take a listen, and we'll be right back. It's out of sight. You can touch it, smell it. 
All right, we're back now for ECW Hardcore TV, episode 152 for March 19, 1996. And we are continuing along with some big-ass Extreme Bash. It's night two. It's March 9, 1996. And we're from New York, Philly, at the ECW Arena. And we've got a runtime of about 55 minutes here. JV and Rick, you ready to get going? You all set up? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, I'll give a countdown, three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. Let's get right into it. We got some good stuff in store here. We got a match between Rey Mysterio and Juventude, Pitbulls and the Bruise Brothers, and Bad Crew versus Damian Stone and Puerto Rican. But yeah, it'll be good nonetheless. So let's get right into it. Damian Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nunzio. Nunzio, that's right. Little Guido. Little Guido. All right, so let's get right into it. Here we go. Here's the countdown. Three, two, one. Play. All right, so we jump right into a recap of last week with the confrontation of Shane Douglas and Brian Pillman at ringside. Mm Mm-hmm. And Pillman, Pillman's such a little bitch. Yep, throwing the, <laughs> the woman and children in front of him. Yep. Looks like the little kid from Kindergarten Cop. He's he's done that before too. I didn't mention that previously in the last episode, but it's Dominic. He's done that move where oh you're gonna hit me? All right, I'm gonna pull somebody in front of me. Yeah. I can't recall exactly the spot he did it, but he's done it before. I can't remember if anything comes of this, like a Douglas versus Pillman match. I don't think so, right? Uh, do you do you want spoilers? Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> not spoil it. Yeah. I will this, say this. I, I enjoy the fact that uh, they they committed to the um, the gimmick, so to speak, of Pillman not actually being authorized to be there kind of a thing. And then throwing him out every time. <laughs> like, all right, we'll give you a chance. Oh, but you're too fucking nuts. We got to kick you out. Right. And he's, o- he's always starting shit with Shane Douglas, you know. That chair, that ladder shot on Sandman is That's always ugly. It's great. Mm-hmm. That Sabu moonsault into the crowd through a table wasn't wasn't exactly pretty either. And Man, it really is the best highlights. They <laughs> throw Missy kissing Stevie in there. Mm-hmm. We get some new shit in there. And then they go back to 94 or whatever it is when the public enemy is buried. 
Yeah. That was hardcore heaven. I think so. Hello everyone and welcome to Back to Joey. In the basement. Yep. Right in front of the washer dryer. <laughs> I love how he looks around like he's looking at a capacity crowd. Yep. Instead of Ron Buffon's mom ironing next to him. <laughs> That's Alright, here we go. We're back at the ECW arena. Holy shit, El Poldo Ricano just broke his neck. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Is he alive? Holy shit! Holy fuck, he, he just dove out of the ring and completely missed one of the members of the bad crew. And hit the cement. Yeah. Jesus. Man, all right, he's done. We've got Nunzio, little Guido, mm -hmm. Damien Stone. Damien Stone hasn't been around in a while, right? No. We haven't talked about Damien Stone since, like, 94, I feel like. Yeah, he was in, in 92, and then he did went, I think he went to Japan. And then he comes back in 94 for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes oh. back here for a cup of coffee before he comes <laughs> before he finally stays as little Guido. That's gonna be soon, right? With JT Smith and the whole gimmick. Yeah, that that should FBI. be coming soon. Yeah. Nice. It's be yeah, you've mentioned that before, and I've been like anxious to see that. Yeah. And JT Smith's already the Italian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's already the uh, the black Italian stallion. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did mention a year from now, or a year from April 19th, it'll be barely legal. Yep. Barely legal, that's when FBI's like fully going at that point, right? Um, they're in full mode. I think they're in the opening match at barely legal. No, the opening match is uh, Dudley's vs. Eliminators. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, I'm pretty sure they're on that card, FBI. Uh, I don't think so. No. Oh shit, maybe it's earlier than that then. Mm. No, Alright, so I guess it's coming soon then. <laughs> it, I wanna say it I wanna say it does oh, second, happen this second year. Ma second matches. Alright, I'm looking now. Yep. Chris Chetty and JT Smith team up against the full blooded Italians. That Little was the Guido. dark that was the dark match. Yeah. There you go. Now, that was the uh, dark yep. match. Yeah. Yep. I knew it was one of the early matches. Yep. Because I watched it on pay per view and all Pretty sure all those matches were on. Yeah, then I, I didn't see it on pay per view. I saw the home video release or whatever, and they didn't have that match on it. Yeah, it was it was a pre show, I guess, and it had yeah. the whole show. Yeah. And I taped it. I watched it a shit ton of times. Nice. Pillman looks wild here. Yeah. Oh, he Pillman's does. got his suit on. He's got his cane. His cane too. His oh. pimp cane. <laughs> Let's get the fake-ass lawyer with him. <laughs> Joey doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Wild Eye of Brian Pillman. Holy shit. Is he on something or just nuts? I'm going to say read. column A and column B. <laughs> yeah. The Rogue Horseman. Like yep. 
So let me tell you something, Shane. When I ask the questions and you don't know the answer, you go back to the classroom and quit wasting your time smacking around defenseless 12-year-old students. Hey, Ooh. Ryan Ooh. Hey, the crowd's popping for Shane. As big as the saw Pillman is at this point. Where's he coming from? Where are they pointing at? Oh, there he is. Crowd's happy they hit Douglas. Oh, gee. Again, with calling him somebody a piece of shit. Piece of shit redneck. <laughs> yep. Who's this dude in the fucking Eagles jersey? 69. I was wondering the same thing, honestly. Because I don't recognize him. I'm not going to come down there right now. You don't have to worry. Because you know something, Brian Pillman. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time on you. I'm not going to waste my sweat on you. The fuck I'm not. The fuck I'm not. There you go. Hometown hero, Jane Douglas. Yep. Look at the little fingers in the air. Boatswain? Botswan? Mm. Botswain? Is that real? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about e the Eagles in 96, so... I don't know about jersey number 69 either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I only think hey, offensive lineman. There's our boy yeah. Jim Molino. Who the fuck hey, is Told you, Philly. And Finnegan. The Randall. And your boy, Paul Richard. Yep, right. and the uh, extreme enforcer, Paul Richard. You gotta say his whole name. Paul Richard. <laughs> 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 gotta. Yeah. Look how fucking hyped he is. Every time I say Paul Richard, I, I say it with, like, confusion. Paul Richard? <laughs> yeah. Is that his name? <laughs> Paul he just ripped his shirt open. <laughs> Imagine having him as your high school teacher, you know? <laughs> Man. God damn. You I would fucking love it. Because you know he wrestles. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You're the you, man. See him on, you see him on TV calling everybody a piece of shit, and then he then he tries to teach you history like on Monday morning. <laughs> he calls you a piece of shit for not listening. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, kid. Yeah. Yeah. It goes like this. <laughs> That's why I belly suplex. There. It goes like this. <laughs> now what I can see though, he's so wrapped up in wrestling that he doesn't teach at all. He just fucking gives out worksheets. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't get along with the principal either because he thinks he's a fucking badass. Well, he could beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't fucking talk to me. I know what I'm doing. It's got to be tough to, like, respect your boss if you know you can beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> I think professionalism should come in at that point. <laughs> oh, maturity. 
Come to think of it, Shane Douglas and I got into a, not an argument, but got into a discussion on Twitter once oh. about about uh, Kiss albums. Oh shit! All yeah, right. awesome. I told I told them I didn't I told them I didn't like the uh, uh, Hotter Than Hell, which is the second Kiss album. And he was like, than hell. Yeah, and he's like, dude, that's the best album. And I'm like, no, man, it sounds like garbage. He goes, that's the point, dude. I think he, he, I don't think he called me dude, but. He was, he was like, that's what makes it awesome. And I'm like, yeah, but it hurts my ears. Because <laughs> the the second album, they tried to like record it live, and so the fidelity on it is much, much worse than any of the other albums. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good album, but it's just... Yeah. It's yeah, not got, like got to choose is... I, can, yeah. I know what you're saying with got to choose. It sounds like yeah. it's supposed to be live... But it's not right. Just ah. another promo for just another night. My uncle, he's he's 16 years older than me, so he was young when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he was a big Kiss fan, and he had a Kiss VHS, and the VHS was like centered around going to Gene Simmons' mansion. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, videos intertwined with Gene Simmons showing off his mansion and a bunch of chicks coming over, going in a hot tub and having their titties out. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he let me borrow that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, 10 maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe 10. Anyway, I was watching it, just thinking it was fine because my uncle gave it to me. My grandmother came in and I was at her house. Oh, no. And she... Oh, shit. Lost her mind. She took the tape. She hit it, and then fucking berated my, you know, at the time like twenty-five-year-old uncle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh shit! Whole guy was just trying to like introduce me to. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my intro to Kiss, and I've been a fan ever since. Yep. Yeah, my uh, my best best man at my wedding, and uh, he's like he's like my brother. He's my cousin. He's ten years and a week older than me exactly, and uh, he and he got me into Kiss, and uh, he he actually probably has that VHS tape. Now that I, now that you talk, about <laughs> I want to find it. I need to get it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I could probably I bet Richard Land of all people would be able to find a digital copy of it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can get anything. Oop, you'll, here you go. Here you go, Rick. I love how she plays with her necklace because it totally draws attention to her, her tits, you know? Yep. She's smart. That's what those pieces are. Those necklaces are meant to draw attention to that. Oh, yeah. And here comes the pit balls. Who have been totally upgraded with Francine. And, and, and yeah. And the Beastmaster, Francine. She's like slave girl now. Yeah. Well, Francine, but I like her. Honestly, uh-huh. I like her as the head cheerleader, which is a little bit later in '96. Yes. yes. Yeah. No spoilers. No. <laughs> 
Say spoilers like it's not not a twenty seven year old uh, yeah you know twenty seven year old event. <laughs> but we got we got to save what we want to say for later. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <Right>? Yep. <laughs> I have been biting my tongue because I'm like, there's so much, there's so much that goes on in '96 that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with bringing shit up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't want to spoil everything. Okay. Right, well, that's the thing, because I know JV hasn't seen a lot of this, or probably any of it, right? No. Yeah, so, like, RVD has a great set of matches with Sabu sometime this year, um, and that kind of stuff, so. In addition to the, the Sabu and Taz feud that ends at Barely Legal that starts this year. Man. Shit. I mean, it's still a year away, but I can't believe we're getting to, like, the pay-per-view time I know. period soon. Yep. Not just supercards, but fucking legit pay-per-views. Oh, for sure. And we'll have to be covering the pay-per-views as they are. Mm-hmm. As specials. I think we've done a good job over the years. Is that a tire iron? Out. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was like thinking it. that. I'm like, yeah, this dude's <laughs> fucking brought the weapon of all weapons. Oh! <laughs> Those are some vicious shots, too. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, while it's not steel, plastic still hurts like a motherfucker. So. You swing yeah. that hard enough, it still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh, getting hit with a wiffle ball bat don't hurt, right? <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen Pitbull number yeah. one do a high kick like that. Wow. <laughs> Pitbull number one. Nah. Thought he was yeah. going to block that with Gary his arm. Wolf. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. Gary Wolf. I like Gary Wolf. I think I think I he's underrated. He is, but he he popped in with his promos. When yeah. We weren't ready for those promos. Yeah. When he came in, yeah. he'd 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 ramble for like ten minutes, and then Jason yeah. would go, "How do you like my suits?" <laughs> <laughs> Jason sucks. I knew to put up. I knew to put up with Gary Wolf because I knew what would come from him. So. Mm-hmm. Here we are with the fucking Bruise Brothers still. Mm-hmm. They're back. I mean, I get it. They're big brutes. They belong in ECW. Oh, for sure. But they never have a long enough stay or any meaningful story. They don't talk. So, why give a fuck about them? Mm-hmm. They're very generic. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely cooler here than in WWF as the Blues Brothers. Yeah. They're just totally lame. Mm-hmm. They had a mouthpiece there. They had uh, Touch, Touch Mantel. Mantel. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Zebakaya. Right. That guy can talk. But he couldn't even put them over. <laughs> yeah. He can talk, and it, it, I don't know if you've ever seen him wrestle. He's not a bad wrestler. No, <laughs> he's, very, he's very entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I didn't know he wrestled. Harry oh, Bastard. Yeah. Oh, he's a yeah. <laughs> it's like George Daniels still. But JV, I think we did watch a match with when we did the um, Steve Austin 1989 special. Oh, did we? Yeah, I think that's when Mattel was in a match, a tag team match. 
Well, Dutch Mantel is the guy that gave Austin his name, so. Yeah, right, yep. yeah. Yeah, it was, um. Yep. Was it? It wasn't world class. Um, yeah, it was. SWA, was world probably. class. Oh, was it world yeah, class? It, it might have been world class or it was USWA. The match yeah. that I'm talking about wasn't. Yeah, it could be either way. Oh, Francine's in there, and her ass is popping. I volunteer to be the replacement for the Blue Meanie and let her do that. That's okay. Yeah. I... Oh, Stevie Kick. replacement for her pants. She, she takes the best bumps. Yeah, she's really good at selling. Yeah, she yeah. just drops, like, on a dime. Like, and she, she'll do anything. Like, she'll get kicked, pile-driven, total elimination. Through a table. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Tommy. And Tommy's arm's injured, but he's still out there. Oh, no. He's a fake. Ow. <laughs> no, his arm's still injured, oh, I think. He's just using the sling. It, it, yep. No, that's great. That's great, though. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm injured, but I'm going to fucking take this off and whack the fuck out of it. But now he's using both arms, so. Yeah. <laughs> how, how injured are you? Yeah, I don't know if it was a legit injury or not. Yeah. I tried to look into it. He is favoring I, his left arm, though. So yeah, I think I, it's... I, he's not really using much the strength in it. Yeah. From what I understood, from what I read in the Wrestling Observers from around this time, mm -hmm. that he was injured. Oh, yeah. It's a pie. <laughs> but that's not going to stop him from fucking being on a show and getting paid. Oh, no. Not at all. Yeah, this is around the time I, I start to like Dreamer a little bit. Mm -hmm. this point. Yep. Yeah, I, I was a fan of Dreamer back, uh, you know, around this time and... And going on. Because <laughs> there, there is no baby face, really. No. Other than him. Like somebody that you can be like, oh, fuck you, not that, Dreamer. Not that sticks I, around. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, he's probably is the closest. Well, M Mikey mm -hmm. kind of is. Well, but Mikey's now... Well, because of Cactus, that's a different yeah. story. But. I guess you could say Sandman, but... But he's more like an anti-hero. Yeah. Tommy... yeah. I mean, Tommy's bat, like... I guess everybody's an anti-hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's. I was thinking about that um, recently, is that one of the things about ECW I like is the very... The Shades of Grey, where everybody mm. is kind of... It, Nobody has a real defined face or heel, you know, good guy or bad guy kind of thing, you know. Yep. Right. Everybody's just reacting to what's happening around them. Right. And yeah. they there's, you know, alliances or friendships or feuds, but it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm bad. You're good. Right. And it doesn't it doesn't mean that like, you know, the Sandman's not going to beat the shit out of anybody that gets in his way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Tommy's only doing what he's doing because certain people are pissing him off this time. Right. 
I think it's more so that there are heels or villains that are ha have intent to do bad things. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. But the good guys are kind of, like you said, shades of gray. Which Absolutely. is what normal people are. Like, good people that you know in life do bad things. Mm -hmm. Fuck up. Like, I'm a good guy, but I fuck up and do stupid things. And mm -hmm. Some people probably think I'm an asshole, too. Like, but I'm, you know, depends on the perspective. Oh, totally. Alright, is this Live and Let? It's, yeah, Live and Let Die. At the Body Slams Arena in Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Falls count anywhere. Bruce Brothers versus the Pitbulls. Alright, Body Slams Arena, March 29th. Oh, Kimono Wanalea. Raven versus Franchise. Alright, this was totally <laughs> just like a house show. I don't think this is on. Yeah. It's, they yeah, were doing it's a, it's a Friday night. Yeah. They weren't really doing big numbers of fan cams yet at this point. No. My regular. But big show here, March 30th. Ooh, join Club ECW. Purchase your ringside seat for the next four ECW arena shows. Limited availability. Yeah. How many people? Uh, those shit. That shit was already sold out, I bet. Limited availability. Mm-hmm. Four people. They've had people in the front. They had people in the front row for like three years already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically a phone call that you're like trying to like negotiate how much money you're gonna pay to get those seats. Oh, you want these seats? All right. This is how much it is. It's seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Say what you will, but I love I love when they do a show and there's like a basketball hoop in the background. I love it. Hey, I like the it show. too. The show from Far Over. Yep. Yep. Basketball. Thanks, Armory. Yeah. Yep. Bankstreet Armory. Same set. It looks just like this place. I know. It's eerily similar. <laughs> it's just missing like that second level. Yeah. It's too hot. By Chris Benoit. Nice. Taught how to deal with suffering by Taz. And that match will be featured on next week's program. The one-man crime spree Taz against the sole survivor of the Hart Family Dungeon, Chris Jericho. But sole survivor of the Hart Family Dungeon. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to seeing this. Highlights of a new Hoovy versus Ray match. Yep. Seen the first one. Now this is a two out of three falls match. Mm -hmm. so, something I didn't mention the, at the um, the Big Apple Blizzard Blast when you saw them. Who, how Hoovy's mask is different than the one he wore in WCW. Right. That's the mask that his dad, Fuerza Guerrera, wears. Or a, oh. it's, it's basically the same idea. Um, so I think it was because he's, you know, his son. 
he basically kind of modeled the mask on his dad's, but then when he got to WCW, he changed it for whatever reason. Yeah, distinct or... Yeah. Yeah, because he gets, like, the... the Not really horns, because that's, like, Sikosis, but the, like, extra little pieces that kind of mm-hmm. hang off the edges. Was it, like, a hand-me-down, or...? Well, even this mask looks a little different than the previous mask, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely not the exact same one, but it's the same, like, color scheme and everything. That's a good tidbit. I know that. Yeah. Then Eric Bischoff is going to say, I want to see your pretty faces. Take both <laughs> your mask off. Yep. <laughs> and then Hoovy becomes the juice. Yep. Which I'm... My personal opinion, I'm fine with it. It's WCW. It's the United States of America. Like, why? Why do they have to follow some traditions? Like, sometimes wrestling fans get on a high horse, being like, "Oh, it's Mexican tradition. You don't take their mask off." Yeah. Eric Bischoff was wrong for doing that. It's like, no, it's a fucking business. They yeah, I know money. exactly. They're getting paid to take the. It's fucking a different mask culture, off. different country. Like, like right. right. Yeah. No, I I agree. Although uh, I I don't know why anybody would really get offended by it, they're just fucking being marks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the only reason I can see that like oh well no they should kept the mask on is because then you can sell the masks to kids. Well yeah, they that's the problem with them. They never decided to do that. No, nope. You know nope. they had a great lucha program like you know the cruiserweight cruiserweight program was so awesome. Mm-hmm. They didn't even put any money into. Nope. Trying to make money on it. Did you know that they actually filmed a pilot that was going to be like all lucha stuff? I know this is WCW, but um, they actually filmed a pilot of all lucha type stuff, and it never it never took off. What was that? When you was it? Like ninety nine, ninety eight. Jericho's on it, so it had to have been before what. July or August of 99. So I want to say it was 98, maybe early 99. Was there a name for the program? Yeah, and it's escaping me right now. Oh, um, I'll I'll, I'll look it up. Center. Yeah, exactly. I'll look it up and I'll throw <laughs> it in the next control center. I've seen I've seen it like I because it oh, was released. Okay. I, it actually it actually I don't know if it's on Peacock, but it it was on the WWE Network when they had their own, you know, thing. Um, they had, like, a match from it, not the whole show. And it's basically, it's a, you know, it's a Lucha, th- you know, trios. Trios tag match. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I like, I like Lucha stuff. It's fun to watch. Because it's different, oh, you know? it's great. Yeah. Yeah. A great finish, yeah. Hoventude gets the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some nice info you shared there, though. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. That's why Rick's here. Exactly. It's too bad they didn't think of that like a year or two earlier. <laughs> and actually, yeah. like, put the yeah, money no into it to make right. it work. They should have done it in 96 when they had yeah. top mm-hmm. talent. People yep. already tuning out. <laughs> 
by 99. Oh, for sure. Well, they had the, they had the um, When Worlds Collide pay-per-view to AAA one, and that was in 94. <laughs> they could have they could have done something like this in 95, you know? Yeah, yep. Back when, um, um, you know, before Nitro started, when they had uh, uh, access to the Luchadors and stuff, you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. All right, so now we get to the next match. This I is, love this. I love this match. match. Right? Yep. Notice it says one hour timey limit. Did it say timey? It says T-I-M-I-E. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They, hey, what's the deal? They're wearing, like, matching tights here. The they are. Yeah. Well, at least Hoover somehow, has long hair. Yeah, and somehow they both managed to spit at each other through the masks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love I love this match. This is probably one of my favorite matches that they did. Alright, well fucking call the action for us. Alright, so you got Hoovy with a leg bar. Well you don't have to call the action. <laughs> no, <right>? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was about all I was gonna do. <laughs> arm bar. Uh, if there's a arm full bar, spot. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you tell JV what I sent you no. earlier? No, tell him, tell him. All right, so I was at I was at work and I was doing inventory, and one of the things said um, it said something about a bracket arm bar, and I forget what the other thing was. So I took a I took a screen a picture of it and I sent it to Peru. Back down or something? Yeah, oh, <laughs> front back. Front back. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, this reminds me of JV's song from the Bottom Line Wrestling. <laughs> Nice Oof. Northern Light suplex. That was nice. Hey, doing stunning Steve Austin, it, it's hard to come up with like some funny shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually have something I'm gonna. I'll have to send you that. It's uh, related to what what will probably be the next uh, stunning Steve episode. March. Oh. Yeah. March ninety two. March ninety two. Okay. All right. I already got my notes ready for it. So sweet. Yeah. It's. Now I'm wondering what you're talking about, because I already... <laughs> I mean, it's nothing, it it's nothing big, but it's... Uh, it's uh, it's stuff that happened on house shows. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so we get a match starting out here. It's going slow, man. It's not off slow. Yeah, they're, they're not really working full pace yet. This is the Big Ass Blast Part 2. What are, What's it called? Uh, the Big, Big Ass Extreme Bash. Man, that, what a name. Yeah, we're, and they never used it again. We were talking about porn before. This this should have been... This is on somebody's rack back in the old video stores. The oh, Big absolutely. Ass. <laughs> yep. Behind the, uh, the curtain. <laughs> Behind the curtain, yeah. Video store curtains. Yep. I Big Ass Extreme Bash, night two. <laughs> the uh the, the local video store that I had, they didn't have a, they didn't have a curtain, they had like a saloon door. Oh saloon doors, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some places had beads. Beads, yeah, beads yep. I think what I remember seeing beads the most. Were big back then too. <laughs> beads. <laughs> oh. There were so many in Far River too. Beads just look slutty. Yeah. <laughs> beads do it does make it look very seedy. Vicious chops there. Yeah, this is uh, 
Oh, nice. It's too smart for that. <laughs> Fucking kick. The actual official name for the 619 is actually called the Tiger Faint because Tiger Mask was the one who came up with it. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. That makes sense because so that's not his original is, move. Yeah. Is meant for Rey Mysterio. Exactly. Yeah. San right. Diego yeah. zip code. Yep. Right. Or area code, rather. But I wasn't sure if he made of it, like, you know. I don't know. I hadn't seen that move before. Yeah, I, I've probably seen, like, one or two Tiger Mask matches. I've and seen I a know bunch. Tiger Mask <laughs> one or two. What a but move. Shit. T yeah, Tiger Mask one, Satoru Sayama, Tiger Mask two, Mitsuharu Mitsawa. <laughs> yeah, I've probably I seen Tiger Mask two. I don't... I think yeah. I've ever seen Tiger Mask. Uh, I've most of the stuff I've seen that's Tiger Mask has been either him versus Dynamite Kid, um, yes, which is yep. good stuff. Right. And then um, I saw him in um, UWF as uh, was he Super Tiger at that point? I think I have no idea. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I know you're talking to yourself well, but... because Tiger Tiger Mask was an anime. Yes, I didn't know that. Yep, um, like and that's where they got the anime from. Or yeah, just like yeah. an anime character, they made a wrestler. Oh no, no, he's an anime character that is a wrestler. Oh no, shit. Yeah, and um, they decided to make uh, they being uh, New Japan decided to make an actual wrestler that was Tiger Mask based on the Tiger Mask anime. But was the Tiger Mask anime a wrestler, or was he just a character? No, he was a wrestler. A wrestler in the in. The anime is the anime is ba is is um, it basically it's a guy who's a wrestler, and it's based upon him being a wrestler. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Japanese are creative. Oh man, it's <laughs> yeah. We just missed uh, Hoovy won the first fall, yeah. I believe, with the yeah. dragon suplex, which was basically a, a full Nelson into a suplex. Full Nelson, yeah. Yep. yep. Nice pin spot. Fujinami. John Finnegan, referee. Yep. <laughs> Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Right. <laughs> JV. Yes. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's, you know, it's just a gimmick, you see. <laughs> what a shit pin, though. Right I love there. my shitty JR. <laughs> oh, your JR blows. But the fact, well, the fact that it's shitty makes it better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you were doing a spot on JR, it wouldn't be as entertaining. It, no, it wouldn't be at all. It's so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Yo, all for half the country, it just sounds like an asshole that thinks he knows everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ray's got some long hair under that mask at this point. Mm-hmm. Creeping out the bottom there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to jump over the ref! <laughs> 
the spot. Are you guys at the same time as me? Or yep. am I ahead? Uh, I'm at 38, 52, 53. Uh, I'm at yeah, 50. Yep, 55. There we go. I think we're spot on. At least I am. So, Rick, mm -hmm. in your research, or I don't know if you ever even looked into this research, but Rey Mysterio obviously has a thing for comics and all that shit, and his father's name is Rey Mysterio, but Rey Mysterio basically uses the gimmick of Mysterio from Spider-Man for a lot of his gear. Mm, kind of. Question mark. Yeah. And... So I was wondering, has there ever been anything said about that? Because he's definitely that... using Mysterio as part of his his ring gear, right? Um, well, the 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 Ray Mysterio, not not Ray Mysterio Junior., um, is actually his uncle. It's not his dad. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, fucked yeah. That up. But Although yeah, right. there is there is also a wrestler who is the son of the original Ray Mysterio. Who's um, El Hijo del Rey Mysterio, but um, and so basically it's Rey Mysterio Jr.'s cousin. Um, I I've never seen anything where it's mentioned about him using the um, you know Mysterio from Spider Man. Are you talking Mysterio from Marvel? Is yeah, there a Mysterio? From... Yeah, yeah, I never got that out of him. Mm. No, be... why would you think that? Because of the question marks and stuff. The question marks. That's the Riddler. I mean, that's no, true. No, Mysterio. I don't, think, I don't think Mysterio uses a question mark, dude. Is Mysterio, wait minute, is Mysterio the one that has the, the fishbowl on his the, head? The yeah, he's head. got the fishbowl yeah. head. Globe head. I don't but think... There's never any question marks? Or... I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. Like, on his costume and shit? Yeah. No. Just no. green with, like, a red or purple cape or something than the fishbowl head. Hmm. And then he was the master okay. of illusion. He'd use like different smoke bombs and. Right. All right. Well, that's something I guess I just associated with from the first time I heard the name. Yeah. It I does mean, make sense though because of his yeah. name, but I don't think I don't think he's associated with the question. I could be wrong. I mean the. Well, I, well, I could the, be wrong. Uh, the name Rey Mysterio, Mystery King or Mysterious King. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well. Goes goes back to uh, Lucha, <laughs> goes back to Lucha Libre, uh, you know, tradition. Who knows? <laughs> Oof, that looked rough. <laughs> that fall off the top. Yeah, rope. that did not look. Uh, oh, look at a spot coming from of a nice drop kick through the geez. ropes. Yeah. This guy's putting on a match here. Like that move, how do you like? That's tough to like not really hurt the guy. You, you like gotta you place that kick in the right spot, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the art comes in. I mean, that guy got a gym every jersey on. Say moonsault. Nice spot. Yeah, that's my favorite part about watching this shit. All the old school jerseys. <laughs> Look at that guy. Well, that's exactly why we do it, JV. Nostalgia. That's yeah. We want to go Tim back Brown in time jersey. to a better place. <laughs> Who was 86 on the Raiders? Not Tim Brown. Wide receiver. I think you might. I think it is Tim Brown. 
Oof. One more. <laughs> Get it. And that would hurt. <laughs> Jar your tailbone. Put a can on it the way he says it. Well, that's the great thing about Joey, though, is that he learned these moves. Yeah. And at that time, access to learning those moves wasn't widely available. Number 86 was uh, Rocket Ishmael. Rocket Ishmael in 1996. Ooh, that was a nice move. Well, it was an old jersey. But he's the most notable. Oh, I thought Rocket player. Ishmael was like the 2000s. I don't know, though. Uh, I don't think so. That's all a blur. From like 95 to 2003 is like the same people. <laughs> Oof. Dude, these guys are so precise. Look at this. Oh. Wow. Eesh. With the limited area they have outside the ring. When that opened up outside the ring, these guys, guys like this must have been like, oh, yeah, now we can have some real fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, what do we got the ring for? We just play out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, No kidding. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson over there on the left. <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> His hat guy. Hat guy giving him a chair. He got pissed off in a recent episode. Uh, somebody knocked his hat off and just showed his huge bald head. <laughs> um, That was... um Stevie. Stevie, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> was it Stevie? I think it was Stevie. Okay. It was Stevie or Blue Meanie. It was one of them. He just like... Well, who who do you think it was though? Right? I'm trying to I'm trying to think because I can picture they like walk up and just slap the hat off of him and then just climb in the ring and he gets so mad because you can see his giant bald spot yeah. like you said. <laughs> I thought it was Stevie. You always got me second guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> oh, going oh, out, going out to the corner of Swanson and Rittner. Have you ever been there? I have never been there. Neither have I. Not even Where? Far, like, ROH. Uh, Swanson and Rittner. That's the two streets. That it, oh, uh, ECW Arena. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Let's, uh, let's throw myself on flat on my back on a Philadelphia street corner. You know. Who knows what's on that? Yeah, who know who knows what's on that street? <laughs> what yeah. kind of diseases might be there? <laughs> or hypodermics. Who's this old lady in the crowd looking <laughs> over her shoulder? You see her? No, where? No, I missed her. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> she was out of place for sure. Shit. Mm -hmm. She had like this yellow shirt on with a vest. 
Just looking over her shoulder with her perm here. Probably waiting for bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a bingo. Get the fuck out of here. It's 10 o'clock already. This is running late. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dude, this is a fucking A-plus match. Right Going now. for Splash Mountain. Oh, and Rey Mysterio turns it into a... Goes for a pinfall. Got the pinfall. One, two, three. Yep. Rey Mysterio comes back. He lost the previous night. Now he's got the win over Juventude. Coming back strong. So he's got two out of the three matches now. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the winner of this trilogy. And Hooventude wasn't even supposed to be part of this, right? No, Hoovy was only um, was only brought in because Psychosis uh, couldn't couldn't get across the border. Well, that helped him out big time. Shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because pretty much, I'm not saying right after this, but shortly after this, he goes to WCW. Yeah. In addition yeah, to all the other travel traveling that he did, like I mentioned on a previous uh, quality control center. Yeah. Right. He goes over to Japan and everything. <laughs> Davey's uh, talking some gangsters paradise, yeah? Yep. <laughs> this is a fucking old show that they're showing here. <laughs> yeah, back when, is... uh, when Saturn had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Saturn had hair, yeah, the Steiners, Steiners are in. I guess it's like October '95, right? Yeah, because Psychosis and Ray are, are going at yeah. it. So, yeah. Ah, I'd love that. It looks so cool in oh. uh, slow motion. Yep. Even Sandman's leg drop off the top rope with the yeah. steel cage. Good shit. Gangsta's Paradise. Yep. <laughs> What the fuck's that? Like, why is that noise there? Just to burn out the N-word. Like, what's the point of that noise? Like, oh, that means you're gonna call right now. <laughs> oh, I thought they'd burn out the a, a bad word. Oh, Rick, don't do a promo like this. What? No, I wouldn't. Whisper. <laughs> I'm Rick, baby. I'm here. Tell you. Everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome. Extra ACW livecast. Well, he can <laughs> Well, you did it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's live. We do it live. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this song? Is this a real song or is this some dumb shit? What is this? I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds like that Venga Boys song, you know? Yeah. We like, like party. the party. <laughs> we like, we like <laughs> yes. party. <laughs> Back to Club ECW. Club ECW. Phone number it's for Ticketmaster. Oh, they're connected with Ticketmaster now? Apparently. Oh, fan of the week. It's this shit. Upside down. Jerry Juster? Isn't that... Gary Juster is... <laughs> he's what? a guy that's the, uh, involved with WCW, or at least he yeah. was. Nah. 
He might have been a lawyer for them or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Baltimore. Fan of the week, yeah. It's fucking all right. Yeah. Paulie's friend. Yeah. Either that or he's <laughs> taking a shot at him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, we got Brian Pillman working in the kitchen. Jeff Pillman. Burning shit. He just ruined that pan. <laughs> I think bottle? that's no. That, that's um. What do you call that? Oh my god. Oil. No, it it was it's booze. It's alcohol, but it's um like Bacar Bacardi, uh the highest highest proof one that you can't even get in the state. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like ninety percent alcohol or something. Jesus. Yeah, it's like hundred and eighty proof. <laughs> oh, who's she? Hey, my boy just said it. Hey, Susan, it goes like this. It goes like this. I'm going to throw some balls into this fucking monkey's ass right here. <laughs> he missed every single one. Oh, what about Taz? He's the first one to say that. Raven hasn't said, what about me? What about Raven? Taz says, what about me? What about Taz? Mm -hmm. Pretty sure... Does, does Raven say that in ECW or just WCW? I only know from WCW. I, I think it's WCW. I don't think yeah. he does it in uh, I assume ECW. He, came from here. he ripped it off from Taz. Yeah, he brought it over. Mm -hmm. Lady Alexandra. And she's, she's pretty tasty. She's bringing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. The Amazon look. Smoking Garcia Vega. Who knows what that is? Philly Blunt. <laughs> ah, get the fuck out of here. Fake ass Hugh Morris. You fake ass bitch. Okay. Yeah. Good math. Okay. That wasn't even funny. No, it sucked. <laughs> His Missy, though. Mm -hmm. Rubbing a titties on the Sandman. Scratching his ass. Yeah. She knows. I got a boner. <laughs> You're about to smoke it. <laughs> Now she's what's licking the, him. Well, yeah, what's this mommy thing, too? I don't know, but it's very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> You're my mommy. Oh, here we go. New Jack. And Mustafa high as fuck right now. <laughs> he can barely hold his hands up. <laughs> or even with his perm. <laughs> like on the fucking USA dog show. Yeah, it looks like a it's a Bichon or whatever. <laughs> That's right, he's on crutches. Oh, he was legit injured. He had gout at this time. <laughs> yes, he did. He's going to miss like a month, basically. Gout will put you out like that? Yeah. Yeah, you, your fucking foot usually is the deal. I never knew what happens with gout. He, he had some fucking raw seafood. Come on. 
thought it was just a fungus. Yeah, come on. Come on, pussy. Alright. Well, what's going on here? Maybe I'm unlucky. The banner's falling down on him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got some fucking laundry to fold here. Get out of my way. Who's this knockoff uh, Martin Scorsese? <laughs> Geffen Records. Mm -hmm. Good sponsor. Oh, they paid Geffen Records. Matador Records, apparently. Yeah. Someone's character looks like a weird. I don't know how to describe it. He's not as swole as he looks like WWF. A weird future political leader. <laughs> Something like that. He's stabbing himself in the arm. His gear is weird. Yeah. Alright. Shit, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. A lot of fun stuff there. Covering the early weeks of March, March 12th and 19th of 1996. It was great to have Rick on. That was seamless, too. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Great. Yeah, it was perfect. So we hope to have you on a lot more. Obviously, you're always going to have your, your opening segment. Mm -hmm. uh, we can get you on. We want you on. Man. Definitely. So, hope you had a good time, and we. Uh, I had a blast. I enjoyed it. I know it's fucking late, and we had a lot of troubles going on early on. But yeah, well, hopefully fucking... next time we can uh, we can get it all figured out, and, but not have any issues. <laughs> <laughs> There's always issues, Rick. Right. I... <laughs> Part of the process. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. We're, we're long just long throwing Mama show. Luke's from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, Mama exactly. Luca. Mama Luca. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so with that said, we're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back for the Extreme ECW Live wrap-up. All right, we're back now for the Extreme ECW Live wrap-up. And upcoming, our next episode in two weeks will be episode 69. Oh, giggity. Mm, giggity, yeah. giggity. And we'll be covering ECW Hardcore TV episode 153 and 154 from March 26th and April 2nd of 1996. And Rick, if you if you want to be on, I'll I'll extend it. JV, you good? Yeah, absolutely. Rick, come back. Hey, yeah, if you want to come back. Yeah, that sounds like fun. All right, we'll we'll work it out. We'll, if you can't, we'll talk. You can't yeah. whatever. Yeah, we'll talk. But uh, yeah, the invitation's out there. Perfect. So we'll be back in two weeks to cover March 26th and April 2nd of 1996. Then also, please check out JV and I on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. As I said, we are now basically into covering a lot of stunning Steve Austin in WCW. Our most recent episode was episode 8, covering February of 1992. We'll be heading into February, uh, I mean, rather March 1992 on our next episode. We've covered a whole lot there. Not just the chronological coverage of Austin's career. But watch-alongs, specials, celebrity deathmatch, the condemned. You know, so a whole bunch of stuff we still got to cover. 
JV, we still got to do his TV shows that he was on. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of shit for us still to do, random shit. So, it lives on, and it, it, it's great fun. So, please check us out over there. If you like us here, you'll like us there. And one last time, some uh, plugs. Please check us out on Twitter. Follow us at ExtremeCast. Follow us at BottomLineCast. Follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Follow Rick Beebe at Leo Wyatt 85 And thanks for always just being part of the show. And you know, especially thanks to the BTT Army, JV Goon Squad. You guys are hearing this first. You guys on the free feed, you hear it a little later. But thank you for all the support. And once again, thanks, Rick. Thank care. you guys. It's been a great night. It's been a great night. All right. All right. Oh, outro song. Outro Are song. We, ter- we didn't. We I don't think we did. I, I've got. I've got a couple in mind. So. Uh, All right. So Rick has a few in mind, and whatever he chooses, that's what you. That's what you're gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Any final words, JV or Rick? No, sir. No, sir. All right. So long.